and daughter of his soil. God Jordan and Lenora Jordan. We come to give God praise to lift up his holy name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, then the jaws souls don't do it. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That soul be saved. So tonight, um, I continue from where I had stopped off last week, and the topic at hand is when all of the God-ordained foundations of civilization were destroyed, God the Eternal Word came to earth in the person of Jesus Christ, paid the penalty for the sins of humanity, and retooled and relayed the 12 God-ordained foundations of civilization in the covenant called the gospel of the kingdom of God. So that is taken from Luke chapter 16, verse 16. So all scriptures will be read from the King James Version 
Bible and I'll start. So brethren, from the information gleaned from the 12th God-ordained foundation of civilization that I had done prior, it is obvious that all 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization have been destroyed by rebellious man. Now, this being the case, according to Psalm chapter 11, verse 6, the nations of the earth have already qualified for the just judgment of Almighty God. Now, when one considers the fact that when only two of the twelve God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization were destroyed, God responded by sending the worldwide flood of Noah's day, which destroyed all living humans and land-based animals, except those that were saved with Noah in the ark, which God commanded him to build. Now, can you imagine the forbearance which God must be exercising to date as he angrily looks on as mankind despises and disdains all 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization? So my father, my father, I truly applaud your mercy and long-suffering, which you have extended to humanity in general, but specifically to this wicked terminal generation to date. You are truly, truly merciful. Brethren, when one considers the fact that all 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization were destroyed since in the writing of the book of Malachi, we must conclude that God would have been justified had he responded to man's behavior with utter destruction. However, notwithstanding the fact that humanity had qualified for his just judgment as cataloged in Psalm chapter 11, verse 6, God lovingly sacrificed his only begotten son instead, who, by his vicarious debts, took upon himself humanity's punishment and offered redemption instead, with the prospect of immortality to all of humanity. So this fact is captured by the following excerpt, which I'll be reading from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 to 10. And it states, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who had saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who had abolished death and had brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, 
So that was read from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 to 10. Now, one will see the boundless manifestation of the love of God, which he has demonstrated to Adam's fallen race by the introduction of the gospel of the kingdom. So in Matthew chapter 11, verses 12 to 13, and Luke chapter 16, verses 16, once persons read on their own, it will surely confirm this fact. Now, while the acceptance of God's offer of salvation through the gospel promises the gift of eternal life and bliss, the rejection of God's offer, on the other hand, ensures that one faces the just judgment of God in the eternal fires of Gehenna. Now, this fact, brethren, secures the scriptural confirmation in the following verses. So one can read Mark chapter 9, verses 43 to 48, Matthew chapter 18, verses 8 to 9, or Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. And one might ask, how can one escape the just judgment of God? And the simple answer is, you must accept God's offer of salvation and the following acceptance terms apply. And these terms will be read in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to 10 which states, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So I just read from Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to 10. And the following terms and related conditions of God's salvation also applies. And I will be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, which shows that related conditions. And it states, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. And from the epistle to the Hebrews, we have the following confirmation, which states, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end? And proof that that verse that I just read, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end? accurately convey the terms and conditions of God's salvation is confirmed by the following quotes, which is taken from Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6 and 14, right? And 14 states, For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. So brethren, 
Not only has God offered humanity the prospect of salvation through the gospel of the kingdom, as we read in Matthew chapter 11 verses 12 to 13, or Luke chapter 16 verse 16. In addition to this offer, he has catered for the redefining and relaying of the 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization in the said gospel of the kingdom. So as I come to an end today, brethren, accordingly and appropriately, the cataloging of the relaying of the 12 God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization shall be adequately dealt with as I continue these segments. So please do not jump ship at this juncture of the trip. Please stay on course with me as we together continue our studies in the 12 redefined, Christ-related, God-ordained foundational pillars of civilization in the gospel of the kingdom. So in treating with my statements, however, we must also remember that Jesus in John chapter 16 verses 12 to 13 informed us that he had other aspects of his teaching which he had not taught his disciples since they were not in a position to understand them then. However, said Jesus, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide them into all truth. So by this Jesus revealed information, therefore, we understand that the totality of the doctrines of Jesus' new covenant of the gospel of the kingdom undoubtedly transcends the four gospels and is therefore cataloged throughout the epistles and I will continue stating such throughout these segments. And it is cataloged throughout the epistles and it ends in the book of Revelation. So with the information cataloged today, it is clearly understood we are surely better equipped to treat with the retooling and relaying of the 12 foundational pillars of civilization in the gospel of the kingdom. And as I come to a close today, brethren, consequentially, as stated prior, let us, by God's mercy and grace, continue this voyage as we skillfully navigate along these 12 God-ordained, Christ-related doctrinal foundations of civilization, which are cataloged in the gospel of the kingdom, which can be read in Luke chapter 16, verse 16. So that's the end of my segment today, brethren. I will be live next week, Monday again. Please remember to spend time reading the word. It strengthens you once you continue reading it on a daily basis. And in times of challenges, obstacles, or whatever you might encounter throughout your lives, the word is always there as a reminder 
and as a form of strength to help you through these obstacles as you are not the only person that's going through such. There were persons before and all around the world that are going through the same thing that you are going through. So please note that Jesus Christ is returning. Prepare yourselves for his return so we can all be together in this new heaven and in this new earth. So this is the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Monday again. Have a safe, productive week. Remember, I love you and Jesus Christ loves you. Bless. Jordan and then I'm